Hi, my name's Rob Pine. I am the champion of the underdog. Thank you for coming to my new podcast, which you will hear regularly. I'll be talking to my friends, Anthony Mick, and anyone else who listens about all this shit that is going down. Hello, comrades. Welcome to this week's Progressive Reading. It's by our favourite columnist, uh, Robert Hunziker. It's entitled Donut Economics Boots Capitalism Out, published in Counterpunch, and you can find it online. The rapid rise of COVID-19 has spawned a renaissance in socio-economic thinking about the best way to face the future. As mayors of cities throughout the world search for answers in the face of declining revenues while society demands more urgent help. Eureka, Amsterdam, the Venice of the North, discovers donut economics. With a click of the fingers, it abandons the major tenets of the neoliberal brand of capitalism's insatiable thirst for growth to infinity at any and all costs. This city where capitalism spawned via the Dutch East India Company first issuing shares in 1602 has turned agnostic on 400 years of embedded capitalism. In the face of a virus that has turned the world to a state of reflection on how to best cope, new ideas bring new hope. After all, the virus has exposed the utter fragility, vast inequality and incongruity of the engulfing neoliberal machine as conceived under the auspices of Reaganism Thatcherism over four decades ago. Nowadays, its results are aptly summed up by the universally accepted epitaph, the 1%. Meanwhile, COVID-19 has exposed the radical cockeyed dynamics of infinite growth at any and all costs with profits of billions and even trillions atop a lop- lopsided pyramids of a sick and a hungry forlorn bourgeoisie, analogous to late 18th century France, when thousands of aristocrats holding onto their heads, fled the streets of Paris. Suddenly, out of the blue, donut economics to the rescue, as it levels the playing field, dismantling the wobbly pyramid of growth at any and all costs in favour of learning how to thrive, rather than grow and grow and grow a lot more until ecosystems that support life crumble. The donut economy, in contrast to capitalism, takes its cue from nature. Trees grow to maturity and then thrive for years. Trees do not grow to the top of the sky. Similarly, donut economics respects the ecological ceiling by focusing on a reduction of ecological overshoot. It's a new pathway to a better way of life that blends with nature. At first blush, The great donut is so appealing that 25% of the world's economy already has it under consideration as a good substitute for capitalism's commodification of nature. Today, in central Amsterdam, a shopkeeper at a a shopper at a local grocery will find new price tags on potatoes, including six cents extra per kilo for the carbon footprint, five cents extra for the toil farming takes on the ecosystem and four cents extra to ensure fair pay for workers. It's the True Price Initiative, creating awareness amongst buyers of true ecological costs of reducing 
of products essential to the city's official adoption as of April 2020 of Donut Economics. As all important aspects of Donut Economics an all-important aspect of donut economics is attention to the needs of all citizens by building a strong, interconnected social foundation. For example, with the onset of COVID-19, the city realised that thousands of residents did not have access to PCs needed to connect with society during a lockdown. Instead of dialing up a manufacturer to buy new PCs, the city collected old and broken laptops from residents hired a company to refurbish and distributed computers to needy citizens. That's a prime example of the great, great donut at work. British economist Kate Raworth outlined the theory of donut economics in a 2012 paper followed by her 2017 book, Donut Economics. It defies traditional economics that she studied at the University of Oxford by focusing on a donut symbol of planetary boundaries and social boundaries that defines safe and just space for humanity along with healthy ecosystems or to put it another way living harmoniously with nature as opposed to neoliberalism's indifference and overuse. According to Ms Raworth, 20th century economic thinking is not equipped to deal with 21st century reality of a planet on the edge of climate breakdown. Therefore, her theory establishes a sweet spot where citizens have everything needed for a good life while respecting the, envir the environmental ceiling, avoiding ecological overshoot, like excessive freshwater withdrawals, chemical pollution, and loss of biological diversity to mention only a few. The donut economy is displayed in a visual circular schematic with a green inner circle which represents regenerative and distributive economy that is a safe and just space for humanity, surrounding a list of items that, when in shortfall, need to enter the green donuts social foundation, like housing, energy, water, health, income and work, etc. At the outer edge of the donut, an ecological ceiling lists ecological overshoots that threaten the social fabric. As the world turns, with today's universality of entrenched capitalism, people in rich countries are living in an ecological overshoot, while people in poor countries fall below the social foundation. Thus, both rich and poor are living outside the regenerative and distributive economy found in the green inner circle of the Great Donut. Amsterdam is working to bring its 872,000 residents into the sweet spot for a good quality of life without putting pressure on the planet beyond nature's normal rate of sustainability. It's the Amsterdam Donut Coalition, as established by 400 locals and orgs within an intertwined network that runs programs at grassroots levels. Thus, the economy sprouts up from ground level rather than dictated from above in lofty boardrooms. Of more than passing interest, donut economics is spreading throughout the world. Copenhagen City Council is following in Amsterdam's footsteps, 
footsteps. Brussels is following and Dunedin in New Zealand, as well as Nanamo, British Columbia, and Portland, Oregon, preparing to roll out their versions of the donut economy. Austin, Texas has a great donut under consideration. A sizable proportion, 25%, of the world's economy is already studying what Rawworth recognised while studying at Oxford about old school economic supply and demand efficiency, rationality, and infinite GDP growth, but missing a key ingredient known as the web of life. Economists refer to the ecological web of life as an externality. Is it really an externality? Such labeling removes the prime source of life from consideration in the fabric of economic development. Rawworth's theory does not provide for specific policies that must be adopted. That is up to the stakeholders to decide on a local basis. In fact, setting benchmarks is the initial step to building a donut economy. As for Amsterdam, the city combines donut goals within a circular economy that reduces, reuses and recycles materials of consumer goods, building materials and food products. In Amsterdam, policies aim to protect the environment and natural resources, reduce social exclusion and guarantee good living standards for all. Van Dornink, the Deputy Mayor, says the donut was a revelation. I was brought up in Thatcher times, in Reagan times, with the idea that there's no alternative to our economic model, she said. Reading the donut was like, Eureka! There is an alternative. Economics is a social science, not a natural one. It was invented by people and it can be changed by people. Of special interest, C40, a mayor's agenda for a green and just recovery, intending to deliver an equitable, sustainable recovery from COVID-19. C40 consists of 96 cities around the world representing 25% of the global economy. It's a network of megacities. Significantly, C40 has asked Rawworth to report on the progress of its donut members, Amsterdam, Philadelphia and Portland. The great donut is overtaking neoliberal capitalism. Sorry, the great donut overtaking neoliberal capitalism is much more than a simple story. It's working. It's brilliant. Yet, the designation donut has a peculiar ring that foretells a name change. But maybe not. It's kind of cute. Robert Hunziker lives in Los Angeles and can um, you can see his work on Counterpunch and of course you can find him on the World Wide Web I'm sure. And uh, Let's hope that the great donut comes to a city near you sometime soon. Okay comrades, I hope you're all well and I uh, hope you enjoyed that one and I look forward to uh, the next podcast in a few days. Thank you and bye for now.